0: reading this morning is Luke chapter 2, verses 15 to 21. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what has been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had seen and heard, as it has been told to them. After eight days had passed, it was time to circumcise the child, and he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Most of us woke up this morning knowing that today is New Year's Day, and others may yet be sleeping, having felt the need to say goodbye to 2011 with a certain level of so fanfare or parties and such, and you may have already put your tree away or taken it out to the curb for the city to pick away, to take away for you. But it's still the Christmas season, and we have a birth to celebrate. This is the eighth day of Christmas. And the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me... Eight maids of milking, okay. And the eighth day of Christmas in church, we have traditionally have acknowledged Jesus' name and circumcision. It is according to the Hebrew tradition that after an an eight-day-old boy would go and get circumcised and receive his name. So when Jesus was born, God said to humanity that you are worthy enough to carry the divine in your body. When God named Jesus, God blessed all of humanity. And what this means for us today is this. Because Jesus has the name Jesus, you are blessed. So what does it mean to be blessed? Let's talk about this for just a minute, starting first with the idea of blessing that is given to us in the Old Testament. In Numbers, we see that God gives blessing, and this is done through the priests, which started with Moses' brother Aaron and was passed down through Aaron's sons. God gives specific instructions. You shall say to the people, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. That's the actual blessing that is often yet used today. And it is often used as a benediction. And we often think of the closing benediction at the end of a worship service or the blessing is just the way that the pastor finally lets us go home on Sunday morning. Okay, we know it's over now. Thanks be to God. But there is something magical or mystical or, let's say, holy that is happening during a blessing. Because God goes on to say in Numbers, by doing this, by giving these particular words, you will be putting my name on the people. They will have my name upon them and therefore I will bless them. So... The idea is that when the priest gives a blessing, it's like the priest is creating a target. And the priestly benediction gives God a particular place and a particular people that need to be blessed by God. The priest holds up a certain people and says to them, Here God, pay attention, right here. These are your people. They have been given your name. Now bless them, God, and do the things that you promise to do. Bless them. Keep them. Be kind to them. Be gracious to them. Look upon them with favor and give them peace. I have a friend who went to another church once, and at the end of the service, the pastor stood before the people and told them, You're dismissed. My friend told me, please don't ever dismiss us. Please don't. And at the end of the the spectrum, I have another friend who understands the power of blessing. He says that when he and his wife stand at the end of the service and they stand together and they sing the closing song. And then they place the hymnal back in the pew and then they take each other's hand. They stand there with their heads bowed and their eyes closed, holding hands. And he said, we know that moment is a moment where we are seeking God's blessing. No matter what happens to us this coming week, he says, for that moment, we have everything we need. For no matter what happens, we know that we're going to be okay. You see, blessing is not a casual activity. When you bless someone with words of grace and love, you have, in essence, placed the Lord's name upon them and asked God's favor, God's kindness, God's peace, God's grace to be with them. And once a blessing is given, it cannot be taken away. It's like the toothpaste can't get back in, and you don't want it to be. So let's be careful to understand something else about blessing. God's blessing does not mean that everything is going to turn out okay. What it means is, is that no matter how things turn out, you will be okay. And that's why the name of Jesus is so important. Jesus' name is from the Hebrew word Yeshua, which is also known as Joshua, and that translates salvation. So an eight-day-old baby is given the name Jesus because humanity has the salvation of God through him. We are saved not because of anything we do, or any resolution we make, or any decision we make, we are saved because the word became flesh and lived among us. We have God's salvation in body, in human flesh. So this makes a difference for you and me. We are baptized into Christ's life and death and resurrection. We have been blessed by the name of Jesus. We have a target placed upon us that says, Here in the name of Jesus, this is where God will place blessing and protection and safekeeping. Jesus is named, so now we have a name. Jesus is blessed, so now we are blessed. You may be looking for something new or different for 2012, but the mystery of the incarnation God with us is far too substantial to be dependent upon us, to be dependent on our passing fancies or our needs or wants and desires, or the calendar of a particular year. The same Jesus keeps coming, keeps being born year after year. The same Jesus keeps receiving the name of salvation and year after year year it is not just the same old story but instead year after year the blessing of god keeps growing and multiplying with exponential growth and each year of the world is more and more blessed by the presence of jesus and each year we have more wisdom and insight and understanding that we too are blessed you are blessed because God thinks so highly of humans that God would risk becoming one of us. And a child would be given the name Jesus, salvation of God. And this child will grow with favor, with God's blessing. And Jesus' salvation would grow in favor with God and with other humans. And that he would be baptized and filled with the Spirit of God to the extent that he too would go on to bless others with his teaching and with his preaching and he would lay hands on others and bless them and restore them back to wholeness of community of mind and body and spirit and he would bless so many that Jesus' salvation would become feared and misunderstood by the religious leaders of the day even to the point that Jesus' salvation would suffer and die. God's favor, God's blessing was so great upon Jesus that it enabled Jesus to become completely humble and obedient to the will of God, even if that meant to the point of dying in shame on a cross. But God's favor, God's blessing was so great upon God the giver of favor and blessing, that God raised Jesus from the dead and highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, the name from Handel's Messiah that we heard, wonderful, counselor, almighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow and worship and receive the blessing of the risen Lord. So that is your timeline for 2012, just the same as it was for 2011. That you have found life and blessing and meaning and purpose in your life, not because of who you are, but because you have lived into the mystery of who Jesus is. God incarnate. So that is what you need to know as you step into a new year. That is the pattern and the rule of your existence. It is the guide by which you measure and the standard by which you know if you are doing what God intends for your life. So now, step back into 2012 and let the name Jesus Salvation be your guide. Instead of keeping or making resolutions that you won't keep, or instead of falling victim to believing that your your future is dependent upon you and your choices, treasure and ponder the gift of Jesus Salvation. The most important event for 2012 has already happened. So ponder the gift and treasure it in your heart. That is my prayer for myself, for you, and for our community this day.